0: And welcome back to The Shooter's Roll, podcast made by fans for the fans, and that's us, and that's you too. Um, Today, we are going to discuss the FIBA World Cup All-Stars, and whether or not those selected will transpire their play into um, good results for their teams this coming season. Now I'm joined for this episode with T. How's it going? I'm going well. Good. Going well. Yeah. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about your hat, really. We've <laughs> got to <laughs> represent Knicks, mate. Always representing. Now, um, as we all have known, um, Spain took out the title, world champs. Uh, Ricky Rubio gets the MVP nod for the tournament. Um, Ricky, along with Bogdan Bodanovich as well as Evan Fournier, Mark Gasol, and Louis Scola, were named the FIBA All-Stars for the tournament. All played really well with each other. Um, now, let's talk, um, leaving aside Scola, who's currently in the league in China. Um, we'll focus in on the four NBA players for this episode. Um, t it up. Uh, we're speaking about Spain, so let's just stay with
1: um, Marcoson. So, in the FIFA tournament, he averaged fourteen point four points, five point five rebounds, and four point one assists. But one thing that doesn't come up on the stat sheet is mm. his his leadership. Uh, Spain team is uh, going through a makeover so, and, and it, him being available after a championship year where he could have easily just skipped the, the FIFA um, he, he's, he was committed to the national team yeah. uh, and, and that, that championship mentality and what he brought to the team pushed him over the line so what it means this season I feel that uh, he's going to be integral part of a championship team but not the team he's on at the moment.
0: I think I agree with you there. <laughs> um, I don't know if the Raps are going to keep him. Yeah. Um, and he's certainly an enviable trade piece, um, but to who and to where? Um, time will tell. Mm. But um, he still does offer some very very good um, service. He's a he's a he's a good ball handler um, for his position. He's a good playmaker for his position. Um, he's even though he's getting older he still can impact the game um definitely and it's only been a few years removed since he won defensive player of the year so there's certainly um enough there and his stats throughout the FIBA world cup certainly show that there's still plenty left in marcus to contribute
1: yeah especially in the big games versus Mm. um australia like that was um, a game where I guess the Aussies could have won. That's another topic we can discuss in the future. But yeah, he he stood up big. He scored when they they needed a basket. He got the rebound when they needed it. Mm. Uh, the blocks, the defensive plays. It's pretty much all over the floor. Like he he's older, but I think he saves his spots. He saves his performances for the spots where he's needed the most. Yeah. So I'm looking forward for for him to carry that mantle over to the season.
0: Now. Going into the season, mm. um, coming back, defending the crown with Toronto, um, how is he going to fare without Kawhi there? How is how is the team going to fare without Kawhi there? Is, is, is a big question. Yep. Um, is Gasol still going to be playing start of the minutes? Is his body going to hold up? There's a lot of questions that Toronto poses mm. um, after their championship run.
1: Yeah, I I guess for me it it depends what what they want to do. Like if they want to keep him on the shelf, reserve him to make sure he's healthy, he's an asset. Yeah, um, I think they're going to do that. Like beginning the season, they might uh, try to see what they have as as a team, Um, and then they'll let the chips um, fly where wherever uh, the, the season is. But halfway in the year, if they're still a championship team. Uh, the 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 team might feel that uh, or the ownership uh, and coaching staff might feel that uh, it it's they should go back like it back one more time yeah. uh, and give it a shot uh, but if the by halfway if they're not a championship quality team then I think they'll, they'll blow it up yeah
0: it's, it's, it's what uh, it, it's becoming common practice these days isn't it mm. the blow up um, yeah. why waste time it's all or nothing. Why waste time, right? Oh, um, nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, on the Spain theme, Ricky Rubio, phenomenal tournament. Um, named MVP of the tournament. Sixteen point four points a game, four point six rebounds, six assists, and one point five steals. And I think that's 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 been the common trend for Ricky throughout his NBA career. And can you believe it's it's been ten years now since he was drafted uh, in the first round, pick five, by the T Wolves. 10 years, he's 28. Um, He is coming on the back half of his prime years, um, signed a big deal um, to go to play for the Phoenix Suns and be their floor general there. Um, He signed three years at 51 million. Um, This is pretty much probably going to be his biggest contract, his last big contract, um, before he rides off, maybe plays back in Europe. or or sees out his role as a backup point guard in the NBA. Now, he's going into a team, and we touched base on this in a previous episode here at the Shooter's role, where he is going to be significantly older than his teammates. Um, He is going to be leading a team where he will be the on-court coach for this team. How he gels with this team is going to be, for me, the key factor here. I mean, the stats will speak for themselves. I think he will get similar stats to what he's previously gotten in his career. Um, Last year, he averaged 12 points a game, three and a half rebounds and six assists. Throughout his career, it's similar to that. Um, The key will be how he is going to fit in well with their alpha, Devin Booker. Definitely. how he can keep Devon happy. Um, how he can take away some of the res- playmaking responsibilities and let Booker be uh, play the way that he should be playing, which is the primary scorer putting up 60 points a game. Um, he won't get 60 points a game, but he's shown flashes that he can get over 60 points a game. Um, and also feeding in the big man in the middle um, Aiton in the middle and I think Aiton will have a great year and improve upon his rookie year this year with Rubio there now, an established playmaker who will make the job easier for um, Aiton coming into his sophomore year. Um, We spoke about in previous episodes about this sophomore slump. I don't think Aiton's going to have that um, given that um, he's not fighting others for minutes. He will be the primary big man on the team. It just will depend i think in my view about how ricky will gel with his teammates and i think for me that's if his play from fever will um, translate into good play for the phoenix suns it's got to start from his ability to work cohesively with his teammates
1: yeah being the mvp um yeah when i watched him like he reminded me of when he first busted on the scene yeah uh, as a fifteen-year-old playing in Spain, he just played free and and, and free-spirited. He didn't have all this drama of the NBA, having to pass to some players. Yeah. I think uh, the way he's played in that in this tournament, he, he's reminding him of who he was before before he became an NBA player, uh, and then going to a new situation uh, where he's brand new. Um, definitely, I think that uh, the the pressure. I don't think there's much pressure because the Suns haven't shown anything. Like in the last couple of years, mm. so there will be a slightly pressure because he's signing for for massive dollars, but yeah. um, no one's um, no one's t- talking about them as a as a playoff team. So no. so I think he, he has an opportunity to surprise them, uh, surprise I guess ourselves um, and, and surprise a lot of people who watch the game and enthusiasts. So if he can translate to that free playing and not having care in the world, uh, not having to deal with egos, um, I I definitely think that he can take the MVP um, season he had with the FIFA World Cup and then translate it into
0: um, a somewhat um, a successful season with the Suns. I think the free-flowing play will be there. Mm. He's certainly got a shooter to pass the ball to yep. in Booker. Um, there's some good pieces there with Kelly Oubre Jr as well. Um, it will be a tough task. I think where it's going to be difficult is when the losses start piling up. And, and losses are never easy to take, especially for vets. Mm. Um, vets don't want to feel like they're wasting their time either. And um, I think that's it's going to be certainly something for Ricky. Um, it, it, it's inevitable that this year it'll be a tough season in terms of the win-loss column for the Phoenix Suns, but hopefully more of an improvement than last season.
1: Definitely. Let's move on to our next player. So, Serbia was one of the teams that were were favoured to win the, the gold medal. I backed them. <laughs> Go Jokic. <laughs> <Take it. laughs> I did it. <laughs> so, yeah, the, 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 there was a standout player in, in the in the All-Star 5, um, Bogdanovic. Uh, he averaged 22.9 points. Uh, 4.4 assists, and 4.1 rebounds. He was, he was the closest thing to an un- unguardable player in this league, uh, or this this competition. Uh, just, just looking up um, stats every night or and results, uh, all all I saw was literally everything he touched, everything he shot went in. Hmm. Like it's it, it, it's crazy. Like I didn't, I haven't seen anyone outside of the U.S. players. Uh, that had this kind of um, run in the tournament. So he's certainly a baller. He's a baller. Yeah, because yeah, you we touched on it on the early episode uh, when you when you covered the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Uh, so he's a six man. Um, he's, he's the main playmaker. And yeah, like um, it's, it will be exciting to see him suit up in sack sack uniform and, and have this kind of form coming into the season. So if he if he can reproduce that. Uh, in in a, in a sack uniform, man, they're, they're like you're, you're basically the, the side of things you wanted to see out, out of Sacramento. That's right. would, would definitely come true, um, not like the Knicks' one, but um, <laughs> yeah, definitely for Sacramento. <laughs>
0: Look, I think with Sacramento though, um, there was always some reservation with Bogdanovich and Heald playing the same position. Um, that was the reservation that was going into the start of last season. Um, but what transpired out of last season was that Heald found his footing as the shooter, um, as the floor spacer. Um, when you compare the pair and you realise what they bring to the team, you look at Heald as being a scorer. He's a pure shooting guard. Bogdanovich, though, with, designated with the SG tag or the SF tag or the wing tag, whatever you might want to call it, he is a very good playmaker. Um, statistics on his assists last year. He was averaging 3.8 three point eight assists last year to go along with his 14 points a game. Um, that just shows that he is an unselfish player looking to pass and make the second unit better. How um, Luke Walton will um, um, gear and and manage minutes of his, his players this year will be interesting, whether or not... Um, Healed and Bogdanovich um, can one coexist and to be fruitful in um, what they bring to the team and not getting in each other's way um, will be key. I think the Aaron Fox will control a lot of that in um, handling the ball um, and his duties as the point guard. But uh, look, I I like the fit for Bogdanovich to see. I think he'll play better this year as well. Um, pretty much Sacramento have kept um, their core young players that they want to move on into the future with together they've got that core nucleus of fox Heald, bogdanovich and bagley and i think that they're going to do well and um look that that fever world cup um it's it's certainly um one where you're you're showing early form you're already you're already primed to start the season, you're not starting from pre you know you're not starting from um, preseason games. You're already there because you're playing against arguably the world's best in a world championship setting. Except for the U.S. team. Except for the U.S. All starting to now. Except for that. Um, now the the last player we want to touch upon um, in this episode, who made the FIBA uh, All Star team, is Evan Fournier long-standing uh, shooting guard for the French team and long-standing shooting guard for the Orlando Magic. Um, similar to um, a few teams that we've spoken about on this podcast, the Magic have kept their core nucleus. I think um, management have seen that this is a team that can that they can move forward with and they've invested heavy dollars um, to build this team um Last year, they finished with a winning record 42 wins, 40 losses. Um, finished on top of the Southeast Division for the first time since 2009 2010 season, um, and clinched a playoff spot for the first time since 2012, uh, 2011 2012 season. So um, they went on an absolute tear um, from um, late January, going on a 22 win. Nine loss um, stretch, um, the third best in the NBA at, um, for, to, for that point in the season, and um, to make the playoffs. Ultimately, though, they fell to the eventual champs, the Toronto yep. Raptors. But um, inspired play has led on to big contracts this offseason um, for uh, Nikola Vucevic as well as for Terrence Ross. Um, big money for Vooch, four years at $100 million. Uh, Big money also for Terence Ross at um, four years at $54 million. Um, Glue guy here, Fournier, um, his World Cup stats, um, very respectable numbers, 19.8 points per game, 3.8 rebounds per game, three assists per games over the eight games he did play. Um, solid. Solid all i can say is solid um will that translate will that will that carry forward into this magic season i think so i think the magic can build upon their playoff berth last year i really think that they see an opening where they can knock on the um the top four placing this year in the east i know it's going to be difficult i mean let's count them off um Raps are still going to be around. The Bucks are still going to be around. 76ers. 76ers are still going to be around, and the Celtics are still going to be around. mm -hmm. So um, there are... But all those teams, apart from, you might say, the Bucks and Sixers, Sixers, um, those teams are flawed in themselves. Um, There's there's some issues with the teams, and then the rest of the East is open, wide open. Um, There's... There's plenty there to play for for the Magic to get back to the playoffs, and I think the goal for them this year though is not just make the playoffs and exit in the first round, but actually, be considered a threat. What threat
1: for the championship?
0: No threat in the East. I think I think if um, I think it's going to be a greater process at the time. You know they've invested big dollars and long contracts on key personnel. Um, they've just took out the team option for Markel Fultz. We haven't even seen him play that much either, but yeah. they're banking on this team um, as a long-term project and they are pretty much doubled down and said, this is our team heading into not only next season, but the following seasons as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I see this as a medium-term project um, that they've got going on. And um, you know if they make second round next year, um, that'll be a positive, and to build upon that, where eventually, by the time all these young players are coming into um, their prime, um, they will be knocking on the door for that Eastern Conference Championships, and then who knows after that. Uh, but Fournier, I definitely think he is, on their team, um, the one solid shooter that they do have. Terence Ross is a spark. Mm. but he's that spark off the bench and um, doesn't carry uh, or space the floor as well as Fournier. And Fournier's been there a long time. He knows the system. So I uh, I wouldn't say Fournier is going to set the league on fire next season, but I would say that he will do his job like his other teammates on the Magic. And um, who knows? They could be um, knocking on and proceeding for further on in the East mm. next season. Yep.
1: Yeah, hopefully um, the 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 coach will feature him more more in the offense. That's just one thing that um, I haven't seen with the Magic yeah. featuring him. But hopefully with what he's earned in in FIFA, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll show that. I just want to discuss one more player. Uh, our, our own Paddy Mills. Yeah. I I think he was robbed. He should have been there, but for instead of Evan Fournier. But you know we can discuss and argue that point. But yeah, this is just choose this as a bonus topic. Um, uh, I think that um, yeah, he pretty much carried, carried the Boomers. Like he's scoring wise, he he, he needed to, sh- to look to shoot every time. Yeah. For whatever reason, um, yeah, we didn't we didn't have a scoring that that much scoring. Uh, but whenever he touched the ball, it was pretty much lights out. Like he, he's going up, and and as a as an Australian or as a Australian fans Boomers fans. Yeah, when, when he shoots, we're, we're, we're happy he goes up and uh, we, we live and die with every shot in the tournament. Um, I think that his play will carry over to the Spurs season because he, he was on a team that beat the US and, and yeah. that's his coach on the other side. So his coach kept tabs on him all, um, all tournament. And I think when, when they get back to the training camp, um, uh, Patty's going to feature more on the offense. Definitely. If, if they use him the same way the boomers use him, he definitely can be like a, a uh, an, an all or a, a ball-line all in, in in the stacked East team. Yeah,
0: he was oh, snubbed, was, wasn't he? Yes. For not, for not making the fever all 100%. starting. Yeah. yeah. But um, sticks and stones um, for this season. It's certainly going to be an exciting one. Um, and we will... Um, you know give you further updates as the season transpires and some of our predictions that we've made on this episode as well as previous episodes as well Um, we do hope you are enjoying the content and enjoying our podcast please do follow us on our social media pages on facebook and on instagram and also uh, follow us on our podcast on spotify as well as watch us on youtube Um, Louis Scholar, we know you're going to do great for the Shanghai Sharks. Um, <laughs> i just got to drop your name in again because you are worthy of dropping a name. You are a FIBA World uh, Cup All-Star. Yes. Until next time, this is The Shooter's Roll, a podcast made by fans for the fans.